Alrighty, everyone. It is 11 a.m. EST on the Eastern Seaboard, and that means that it is time for another lovely, interesting, intellectually stimulating, captivating, sometimes hilarious BitMart AMA. We've got a representative from Everscale here with us, the lovely Vlad, and I will talk to him in one second as soon as I get some housekeeping out of the way. So if you've listened to these BitMart AMAs before, you know that we like to do giveaways. We like to promote the projects that are coming here onto the exchange, um, talk about how different they are. There's always so much innovation in the crypto space that it, you know, it never gets old. We're never going to run out of things to talk about. Um, even the foundational projects, you know, we could talk hours and hours about nevertheless the new projects like this. So um, if you are a listener to this AMA, just know that you are an exclusive group that wants to get information before everybody else and wants to be ahead of the curve. And we think that you should get rewarded for that. So during this AMA, the reward amount is going to be 500 ever tokens. And there will be five winners that will be chosen from that to receive, well, I suppose 100 ever tokens. That's 500 divided by five, isn't it? And all you have to do in order to win those is uh, find the tweet where this uh, Twitter Spaces link was put up, retweet it, tag three friends, go and follow Everscale, and they are at Everscale underscore net on Twitter. Show them some love. Take a screenshot and complete the Google form that we have attached. And that's all you've got to do to be in the runnings to win some of those tokens. And you're going to want to be in the runnings to win some of those tokens after I talk to Vlad here, okay? That's the... That's always how this works. We say we're giving away stuff and you say, why would I want this? And then I, you know, I talk with the project and you're like, of course I want it. Not only do I want to win the free ones, I want to go buy some of them on BitMart. And I'm not going to be the only one, the only one asking questions this conversation. We are using the hashtag BitMart ever, as in Everscale. That is the hashtag BitMart, E-V-E-R. So I don't have to be the only one asking questions. You can chime in whenever you want to, and my producer, Joy, will curate some of them so that I can ask them. Vlad, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello, guys. Do you hear me well? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. I didn't say your last name, Vlad, because I knew that I would mispronounce it. So if you want to say your full name, <laughs> if you want to say yeah, your full my, name, my, that's fine my with me. My full name is Vladislav. Gotcha. Okay. So I still would have mispronounced it. So I'm glad that you were the one to say it. So we're glad to have you here. I guess my first question would be, how are you doing today? I, and where are you? Excellent. Thank you. It's, it's really a big pleasure to be here with you today and uh, with such an uh, excellent community and uh, have an opportunity to answer a few of your uh, questions and tell more about the things we are doing. Uh, I'm actually now uh, having a great day here in Belgrade, in Serbia. So and uh, things are going quite quite well. So and uh, now the day become even better when I'm here with you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to bet. I don't know what the time is in Serbia right now, but it's probably not 11 a.m. So it's probably later at night. It's not. So this may, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this is a good ending to your day and we, we get some, some fun stuff out of the way here. So um, 
just to start off, I understand from some of the notes that I was given here and that I was able to look at, you're not actually the CEO of Everscale. You're the CEO of a another company that is the architect of Everscale. Is that correct? Uh, actually, uh, maybe it will be uh, more correct to put it that uh, I'm the CEO of one of the core contributors to Everscale because Everscale doesn't have any kind of owner. So it is a decentralized network and there are uh, a lot of uh, different uh, contributors. So, uh, and Brock is one of the most important of them. Gotcha. Okay, so that is a good way to start off because I was a bit I was a bit confused about that because um, sometimes so many of the so-called um, Ethereum killers, right, which we'll get into that that phrase. So many of these projects are um, slightly centralized, whether it's Charles Hoskinson with Cardano or Solana Labs with Solana, and so you just never know when a new project comes along. Is it you know is it a lot of contributors or is it one company? And so I'm really glad that you um, you cleared that up for us because it's going to make it easier to to uh, plow on through and figure out exactly what is Everscale. So uh, first of all, I have to compliment you. Your website, I love the design of the Everscale website. Oh, I don't know so if you I don't know if you had anything to do with that, but the aesthetics of Everscale is very like Apple esque and modern to me. And I um you actually surprisingly don't see that a lot in the crypto space. So. It is one of those things that I think goes hand in hand with really good technology. And so as long as the tech is there, um, I just wanted to, to commend you on that because most projects don't have that. Yeah, believe me. So there is a lot of tech uh, in Everscale network. And uh, actually, uh, it's that we started from technology, not from marketing, like many other networks. And for more than one year, so we uh, were polishing our technology and uh, we're raising it to its current state and so now we uh, uh, just a few months ago we decided the technology is uh, has was developed enough to, to start some active marketing actually and so this uh, really differs our scales from most of other projects which sure. typically start from yeah. promises and only that uh, only after that so they try to implement something so we do everything backwards yeah, you know, I try not I try not to knock any projects because sometimes really good marketing gets people the money to uh, to help them build the ideas, but I com I completely agree with you that re you really should focus on the product first before you worry about how the packaging looks and um what font you're going to use. But I just your your art just really stood out to me, so I I had to say that. So our natural our natural segue here is I want you to go on for as long as you need to and tell the audience here you know what is everscale i briefly know that it is an ethereum competitor um, it's in the, the smart contract to defi space it it would be kind of a similar crypto project to ethereum if you had to compare it to something um but yeah, yeah. there are a lot of ethereum killers you know I'll, I'll keep using that word Ethereum killers and we can we can talk about that because sometimes it's pejorative and then sometimes it's just a funny way to say, gosh, when is Ethereum 2.0 going to come out? But what like tell us all about Everscale and go on as long as you need to. And then please like try and elaborate what what makes it different from the other chains out there like Solana, Avalanche or Ethereum itself? Yeah, thank you. Thanks. A really good question and so uh, a good way to introduce the, the network. 
I'm presenting here now. So actually, uh, we are a network of how they say the fifth generation. Yes, yeah, so of the network that has all the capabilities that um, developers and users uh, get used to. You know, uh, most of other projects. So including smart contract system, including uh, security, including uh, scalability, scalability patterns, and so on and so forth. But uh, what really differs our scale from uh, the competing projects is that uh, it's uh, infinite uh, sharding uh, mechanism, meaning that uh, the network theoretically can have the infinite scalability. So you just need to, to get uh, more validators into it and uh, it will get the bigger throughput. Uh, so actually last year uh, when we were doing the stress test for the network, so we managed to reach the uh, throughput of uh, 64,000 uh, transactions per second, which makes the Everscale the fastest network today. And uh, even with such a throughput, it is not uh, the limit. So uh, it was done only on something like three to four hundred of validators and the, the bigger number we get so the higher performance uh, we obtain uh, actually so as i started uh, we uh, decided to, to uh, run a certain uh, to build the network differently than any other project so and in the very beginning so as a network started from uh, 23 initial companies so it was the institutional project that uh, decided to uh, build a network uh, that suits their needs and um, developed in a truly decentralized fashion and uh, uh, has uh, the decentralized governance from, from the scratch. So unlike most of other projects where they have this large uh, funds uh, that control everything what they do and they apply a really tough pressure on, on the project team. So we had neither of them. So we had a team, uh, several teams of passionate developers uh, and uh, validators uh, who had experience with uh, lots of other networks and lots of other blockchains and also in the area of DeFi and that time. So NFT was, was just born. Uh, so and we had a lot of experts in this area. And we started with um, trying to understand what will be the potential future of uh, of the blockchain and what kind of challenges so we will face in two or three years. So by, by the air when the network will mature enough uh, to become uh, marketable. And so we believe that the future uh, will require significant uh, performance of the network and uh, even now we can already see this uh, in, uh, like for example in case of Ethereum, in case of Solana uh, and other networks uh, where when you have just one or two uh, the apps uh, like games uh, that manage to almost kill the whole network and st uh, uh, stole it. Uh, in our scale, so we uh, made it differently. Uh, so first of all, so we made the network that uh, can be described as a collection of blockchains. So you have the master chain, so you have uh, work, different work chains that can have different sets of rules and can uh, apply different uh, paradigms to guest management, to validation, and all that stuff. Uh, it is a network that uh, has uh, the proof of uh, stake, 
consensus. But uh, we started with the Byzantine fault tolerant uh, proof of stake, and now we are moving to the soft majority uh, uh, proof of stake. So it is much faster and uh, provides almost instant finality, so meaning that you don't need to wait, uh, like in Ethereum, for 10 to 15 blocks to confirm. Uh, your uh, transaction, but you get your uh, answer in uh, sub-seconds. And this is something that really uh, attracts now different uh, institutional partners. Uh, so we have the partnership, for example, with uh, Kamas. We have uh, several other partnership uh, partnerships that uh, are yet to be announced. And all of them uh, use our scale uh, as a design, so uh, not just to transfer some uh, tokens uh, or currency, but also to use it as, as a worldwide internet-like uh, uh, database, so means that uh, Everscale can become the new web uh, in future and provide all these kind of services in a decentralized way and uh, in a much more secure uh, fashion. Uh, and since then, so we uh, have started uh, to develop uh, our own governance. Uh, we uh, have different sub-governances and different initiative groups uh, all around the world, starting from Asia to Latin America, uh, who uh, are either developing uh, the local community uh, of Everscale in different countries, uh, or they are developing a certain kind of uh, uh, piece of uh, of the ecosystem. So, uh, be it DeFi, be it NFT, be it uh, developer tools, be it marketing, OPR, uh, and so on, so on, and so forth. So, and we have uh, a quite substantial community. So, over 100 people uh, uh, involved in the ecosystem of Everscale to date. And uh, so, we already have a brilliant DeFi ecosystem with. Uh, the cross-chain bridge with uh, 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 with uh, sorry uh, automated market maker uh, Dex uh, and also we have the order book days uh, Dex uh, going to be released very soon so something uh, pretty competitive to Serum um, and also a lot of other stuff is being developed so uh, I would not not name it now because <laughs> it will take too long. Also, we have a lot of NFT marketplaces, a lot of great artists that are launching their collections on uh, every scale, uh, a lot of great initiatives, developments, uh, wallets. So the ecosystem is quite mature right now. So, and now that's the point where we uh, believed that uh, it is the right moment to start attracting uh, users and different projects to our ecosystem heavily. So, and uh, thanks to this effort, so we are now here today with you, with this excellent audience of uh, BitMark Exchange. So, uh, yeah, so pretty, pretty much like this. Yeah, ab absolutely. I, I was, I mean, I, I love it when uh, I love it when I give the guests the freedom to talk as long as they want to, because you just named so much stuff that we could, we could talk about. Unfortunately, we can't talk about all of it, but one thing that, one thing that really, really stood out to me, um, and once again, I'm going to go back to that phrase, Ethereum killer, right? You hear that all in the news, and you hear it with different crypto projects and say, we're going to bring down Ethereum, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Well, with the stuff you just listed, um, certainly I would hope that nobody would ever put it uh, as a pejorative against you, because it seems like you have so much stuff going on. And it's 
it's really interesting that you said that Everscale right now, even when it wasn't at full capacity, can process 64,000 transactions um, per second. And I just wanted to let the audience know um, that – so the ones that I listed to compare it to were Solana, Avalanche, and Ethereum. So just in case anybody forgot, Ethereum right now is currently handling around 15 transactions per second. Avalanche is doing much better, but it's still only 4,500 transactions per second. Solana, which proclaims itself to be the king, is doing 50K transactions per second. So what you're saying is Everscale right now, not even at full capacity, can do 14,000 more than Solana. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean that right there. So if if anybody – and that's just one aspect of this project. But if, if anybody was talking about, oh, we really need it fast to do microtransactions, to run games, to run dApps, to do something like that, Everscale is already blowing a bunch of this stuff out of the water, and we haven't even talked about all the other stuff that surrounds it. So I just wanted to make the audience aware of that, of like that's a – that's a key focus point that you should be uh, that you should be researching and looking on, um, because it, it tells you that there's a, a focus on high performance, reliability, and perhaps uh, infinite scalability. Um, I you'd know yeah, more about that than I would. So, especially, I mean, gosh, I know that Ethereum is the gold standard for smart contracts, DApps, things like that. But it is really interesting that. If you don't want to use one of the uh, coin networks like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Litecoin, whatever, for a microtransaction of value, you really can't use Ethereum. Yeah, I, I know they're going to say that they're, they're going to bring the gas fees down. I'll wait until that actually happens. But these other networks, and today we're focusing on Everscale, the possibility to do microtransactions or smart contract in addition to them, it's, it's, it's going to be something really, really fascinating to look forward to in the future. I know that you talked about how um, you have uh, an NFT marketplace that is either coming out or ha or has it come out and some artists that are on there. Now that we've kind of talked about the high performance and how you have all these uh, transactions um, that you can do that blow Solana out of the water, since BitMart has an NFT marketplace coming out and uh, we've really kind of – we're focusing on NFTs for this next month maybe a month and a half. Could you go a little bit deeper into the NFT marketplace you have and um, maybe some of the artists and how Everscale makes it you know, much easier or yeah, really sure. kind of changes the NFT dynamic when compared to the other networks? Yeah, thank you. Good question indeed. So we uh, have a whole group of different uh, projects that are uh, combined together, so I'm naming them uh, NFT Alliance. So who defined the uh, gold standards uh, of NFT tokens and uh, the roadmap for NFT for the whole other scale. And uh, all of them have their own uh, NFT marketplaces, projects, uh, different kinds of uh, contributors that are posting the content on those marketplaces. Uh, those that are really worth to name are Grand Bazaar. So this is uh, one of the most fanciest uh, marketplaces uh, in our scale. So and a lot of things are going on uh, right there. And also these guys so uh, are contributing heavily to the development of uh, the tool sets for NFTs. And so uh, they always thinking of creating something really new. So and recently, for example, they have launched uh, a project uh, together with the museum called Third Place. So it's located in St. Petersburg. 
and uh, they have tokenized uh, uh, painting uh, the portrait of two by Jean Bordeaux. Uh, so and anyone can buy so uh, uh, a piece of this real painting and uh, so later use it uh, for different purposes. Uh, also, so uh, we have partnered with uh, World Chess Federation, and so we have launched together the project named Chess NFT. And now they are just uh, rolling out, and uh, you can uh, visit chessnft.com and also uh, see uh, and obtain some unique NFT pieces issued by this uh, official uh, big official federation. So where the most intelligent people are competing in one of the oldest uh, uh, types of sport. Uh, and also there are some unique pieces of content and all that stuff. But moreover, uh, on top of that, so NFT is not just purely about the art. And we are uh, looking even further behind the uh, only the art application of NFT. And uh, we are also looking for different appliances of uh, this technology to the uh, different kind of certification to different kinds of uh, proof of property and uh, different kinds of uh, using of NFT inside the metaverses and gamify uh, technology. So, and for example, the recent event that we had in Indonesia uh, devoted to the celebration of the second anniversary of our scale. Uh, so we use NFT as uh, tickets, actually, yeah, and uh, this is used uh, much frequently now. Uh, and hopefully this year we will see also the fully functional uh, Metaverse SDK uh, that will allow different projects to use Everscale as a designed to run the microtransactions, to build uh, the economy inside uh, this virtual world, to tokenize property, to tokenize uh, lands, uh, buildings, uh, inventory, uh, and all that kind of stuff that uh, will just purely belong to you. And you can use these uh, NFTs as uh, utility, for, uh, for utility purposes, not just for showing off. And that's really something that uh, encourages me and uh, I'm really looking into it. Yeah, I, I'd really like to know a little bit more about um, your opinion on that because I, I'm, I'm, <sighs> My background is a little bit more in the crypto world than NFTs. I've, I've been in NFTs for a good bit, but I think that I was a little bit caught up in them being art and not utility. And I've had to change my mind on that in the last couple of months, um, talking to different projects and just exploring the space. But especially when you talk about um, using the uh, NFTs, like like one of the main obvious utilities is what you said um, about using them as tickets, right? Because the whole point of a ticket, like the entire logical concept of a ticket is that it's a unique thing and only one person gets in for this ticket. Otherwise, that's why counterfeiting tickets and scalping are such a big problem at events. But there's, when we talk about tokenization of, of everything in the world, and, and some people go a little bit crazy with it, but especially in the metaverse world versus the, the real world, um, I, I almost feel like people are hesitant about it because their only basis is Ethereum and because Ethereum is a little bit like Bitcoin in that, yeah, it may be the gold standard for now, but it's because it's so slow and kind of clunky and perhaps even you know, prone to failure in the future, knock on wood, I hope not, um, that it's only when these other networks like Everscale have come along that make it fast, easy, simple, that are kind of like 
they're kind of like what Apple computers did for computers for normal people. It's like they absolutely. just absolutely, yeah. and what the iPhone that did for cell phones. Yeah, yeah they, absolutely. They just progress the tech so much uh, far forward and make it so easy that, of course, people are like, "Yeah, of course, I'll like do this stuff in the metaverse, and of course, I'll do play to earn because it's just click, plug, and play." And that goes back to the transaction speed, the high performance, and just the the huge scalable network on tech. I'm I'm really interested to know. Maybe your opinion on, of course, you're biased. You want you want Everscale to do to do everything, but um, I'm really interested in like looking forward into the future. I think we're just going to have competing blockchains for so many things. If uh, you know Everscale's tech is beyond even Solana, I, I've said that. But like, there's this weird thing in the crypto and NFT space where people are chain loyal, or there's not a lot of chain inoperability sometimes. That's the whole reason Polkadot was invented. So do you see, like, like imagine Everscale, it grows, it grows, it grows, it grows. But then, like, some somebody wants to do something on Ethereum, or somebody wants to do something on Solana, or they want interoperability. Wherever, will Everscale have that feature, or how do you kind of view people navigating on all these different chains for utilities, even if Everscale may be, you know, the best one tech-wise? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So actually, we uh, clearly understand uh, that uh, there is a, a, still a room for lots of other projects. And so of course, Ethereum has its audience, Bitcoin has its audience, uh, Solana, Polkadot, Near, uh, ours to mention. Uh, and the future actually is uh, not in isolation, but it's rather into the uh, cross-chain uh, and interoperability between different networks. Uh, and to do this, so actually we are focusing uh, heavily on making uh, our scale as uh, interoperable with other network as possible. So to do this, we're actually uh, now uh, focusing on several uh, streams. So the first one is, of course, the cross-chain bridge, so named uh, Octus Bridge. Uh, so if you're interested, go to octusbridge.io. And uh, this technology allows you to transfer not only tokens, like pretty much any other bridge, but rather it is a universal bridge that allows you to transfer the low-level uh, information and signals between different networks. Uh, what does it mean? You, actually, you can... Imagine a metaverse that uses different blockchains as a different worlds inside one metaverse. And if your user, for example, navigates between those different worlds, he doesn't need to have uh, separate balances and uh, separate uh, entities in, in those networks. Instead of this, he can uh, this metaverse can use uh, Octus Bridge to transfer the smart contract calls between networks with this. And thanks to Everscale consensus, so it is done almost instantly. And um, the second stream uh, we are focusing on is having uh, the different types of uh, work chains. So, for example, I know uh, that one team in Everscale is currently uh, developing the EVM work chain, so meaning that any uh, Solidity developer uh, can easily hop on Everscale, just deploying his application in this work chain. Of course, it will not get uh, the maximum of Everscale uh, because to do this, so you need to uh, have the multi-threaded programming instead of just linear programming of Ethereum. Uh, but it will allow you to easily get into the ecosystem and enjoy the fast consensus at least. Uh, and uh, currently, we are uh, really 
developing a lot of uh, projects. So not we as Broxel, but we as community. And we are attracting a lot of different projects from other ecosystems uh, and uh, encouraging them to uh, implement this cross-chain approach to, to the applications. And uh, I know about at least uh, a dozen of such projects that are using uh, Oculus Bridge just under the hood, uh, just for cross-chain swaps, for transfer of liquidity, for uh, calling different smart contracts and uh, to execute the decisions of the DAOs. So, and this is just the beginning because we just started uh, this work on uh, getting those projects into our ecosystem. I love that phrase. You hear that so often in crypto. This is just the beginning, but uh, it's true. It's true 99% of the time. Um, and with all the foundation that you've told me right here about Everscale, it, I, I only have optimistic uh, visions for the future here. I, I keep coming back to that analogy of like of Apple computers where your tech just seems so robust and so interesting um, that not only I, I personally want to investigate it further, so I'm going to be doing a little bit deeper dive here now that I um, have been fully briefed on it by you. But like all the stuff that you said about interoperability, where if somebody's a Solidity developer, which is not, from what I hear, I'm not a, I'm not a programmer, but from not from what I hear, an easy language uh, to learn. But the fact that they could just uh, interoper um, have interoperability with Everscale or use something like the Oculus Bridge under the hood and you just make it so easy for them to use your ecosystem i you know i fail to see how that's not going to have good good um consequences in the future so uh, props to you there uh, we um we have a it kind of segues very interesting into a listener question that comes up where somebody wants to know um what exactly are the tokenomics and distribution of everscale i don't think we've talked about that yet yeah, so uh, as I said in the beginning, so Everscale went uh, the totally different and unusual way that such kind of project developed. And uh, we did not have uh, any token sale to some of those bulk investors who later will uh, just control everything we do, but rather we have minted the whole uh, amount of Everscale tokens uh, and uh, kept them uh, in treasury wallets. Uh, later on, so with uh, attracting the community, uh, we have run a whole ton of different contests, activities, uh, airdrops, uh, and different kind of motivation stuff uh, to motivate people actually to do something for a scale. So be it uh, a creative contest of writing some articles or developing uh, a new wallet, or maybe even digging in uh, further and improving the uh, network node, node software, for example. And all such kind of activities has led to uh, tremendous progress of, of the whole ecosystem. And now, so uh, the majority of tokens uh, so uh, uh, are already in the free float, so they're not controlled by big entities. And that's, that's really great because it makes the network really um, uh, resilient to, to different attacks, especially attacks of 51% and uh, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we still have uh, a lot of tokens kept in the treasury of the network. And this treasury is controlled by uh, uh, governance uh, of Everscale. And recently we have moved even further and made the governance the truly decentralized. So we have the network DAO 
that is used to uh, propose different uh, important decisions and uh, everyone who has uh, tokens of the network they're called ever uh, can participate in voting or proposing something so and this is really uh, something that truly differs the, uh, the scale from any other network where the decisions are taken by a small group of uh, of people yeah, and it's it's something that continues to be so important as we move on to the future. It's it's kind of like it's almost like those things of uh, like you can fool people that are new to crypto with pre mines and things like that and try and sell it any way you want to. But anybody that's been around at least a couple of months to a year, um, I know that's something that I always look for. I'm like, was there a pre mine? How much do the developers have? How does this? And it's funny because. People will um, people will criticize Bitcoin for having a pre mine, but it's not really a pre mine because Satoshi has never moved those coins. But Ethereum, um, Ethereum, I think that's probably a fair criticism in that Vitalik and that the original developers have an uh, an inordinate amount of those tokens. Uh, but that's a whole separate issue. So it's nice to know that Everscale does not um, have that kind of. Uh, pre-mine mentality or that it is truly distributed and that there's a, there's a there's no one person or group of people that are going to have an inordinate amount of power um, or that it's centralized under a company because that just becomes more and more important as the years go on here is that people want to know that and then of course everything's, yeah, everything's on the blockchain so it's it's auditable right so even if you lied it's like somebody could catch you in a lie that's not good so so it's just another yeah. positive. Check yourself. Actually. Yeah, exactly. You can always go go to network explorers and check all the major uh, owners of uh, of Evers. So and you will see that most of owners do not have the uh, amounts uh, sufficient to control the network. So and it's always the matter of consensus between different people and different institutions within the ecosystem that they have to uh, talk to each other and they have to agree on certain decisions and that's great actually because it allows you to develop in more organic and uh, balanced way yeah it's it's probably my favorite part of of blockchain tech just a foundational just a foundational element is that no matter what anybody says you can check as to what they're saying is true and so that is just it's still mind-blowing to me it's probably the reason why politicians don't like blockchain technology but that's an that's, that's another <laughs> maybe it's another separate it's another separate issue we're not going to go down that rabbit hole so um moving along right here what um what wallets can store the token ever and do they have maybe any special features than regular token wallets we've seen before uh yeah actually we have a great collection of different wallet software including uh, not only the dedicated wallets but also some uh integrations into the popular ones uh, like free wallet like uh, uh, trust wallet uh, should should be developing it uh, really soon uh, but uh, specifically for uh, Everscale, uh, we have, I think, two two wallets to mention. Uh, so the first one is Ever Wallet. This is pretty much like MetaMask for Ethereum. So it has uh, everything MetaMask has, and even further. So it allows you to store uh, tokens, uh, not only Ever, but also the uh, so-called Tip3 tokens that are uh, used and minted by different projects. Uh, you can uh, manage uh, and uh, manage your DApp connection, so you can uh, easily log in with your wallet to any DApp deployed in Everscale. 
and uh, execute its transactions. So it allows you to build uh, different sophisticated ways of interacting with network and uh, this is really a great tool for developers as well. And moreover, last but not least, uh, is that it's multi-platform. So it has the version as an extension for browsers like Chrome and Chromium-based browsers and also for Firefox. And uh, it's uh, derivatives, let's name, name it like this. Uh, and also we have the uh, two great mobile versions uh, for Android and for iOS. Uh, and the second wallet to name is uh, the oldest one is Eversurf. So it has a really interesting uh, uh, and convenient interface. And it has the built-in Debot browser. So this is Debot's uh, unique technology for Everscale. So this is currently being developed by uh, another great company named Everex. And so it has a lot of uh, features like messenger-like uh, style of, of the wallet. And you can send messages to uh, owner of another address and so on and so forth. So uh, give it a try. So it's actually a great technology as well. And they are also multi-platform. Fascinating. Did, did you just say, did I catch that correctly, that you can send messages to another contract address of a, of a token holder? Yeah, so if, if for example, you have uh, a wallet uh, deployed uh, in uh, Surf, for example, uh, and uh, I have the wallet deployed in Surf, you can send me a message uh, through, through the on-chain transaction uh, together with, uh, with the value. So you can send me one ever, for example, and saying something, so uh, hello, invite, I invite you to the party, for example, so, and I will get this message. Interesting. So is it like, it's like an updated version of, um, I know that some contract addresses have the memo, but like you can't, I mean, I guess you can put messages in the memo, but like kind of not really. Is this like a, an upgraded version of that? Yeah, kind of, kind of. And uh, I think also it's worth mentioning that all those wallets, uh, so they are really non-custodial. So you uh, keep all the keys on your device in an encrypted way and uh, you and only you have access to your funds. And this is really important and this is something we really stress on uh, when we say about uh, Everscale products. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, this is one of the oldest adages in, uh, in case anybody doesn't know, not your keys, not your coins. That's an old Bitcoin phrase. Um, <laughs> but it's it will be yeah, true. Yeah, it will be true forever. <laughs> Uh, not, you know, not your keys, not your cheese is another one that I've heard. Uh, we could go on. We could just make analogies. I, that's interesting. I like the little updated memo version um, for, for Surf Wallet that you said. That's, that's one of those things where maybe it's not like a huge selling point for you. But once again, I'm going to go back to the Apple computer analogy of just like those are the little things that get people to choose one network over another. Because not only are you making it easy, you're making it interactive and social, but it can still be technically anonymous. And... It's just, it combines all the best elements of crypto. So um, with these wallets, or um, perhaps just on the larger network itself, are there any maybe farming or staking opportunities that we should be aware of? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, actually, um, what we're doing in, in Everscale is that we are uh, really thoroughly investigating what uh, some the greatest of teams in the whole blockchain uh, ecosystem are doing. So, and uh, we are looking carefully into what people really like, what they uh, got used to, and then we uh, create such things in Everscale, just making them better. And uh, of course we have uh, 
DEXs that really uh, seems similar to, for example, Uniswap or SushiSwap or Pancake, uh, all the traditional DEXs that you got used to, and you can easily go there and exchange your tokens to, to anything. Uh, we have different farming mechanics, so you can uh, take tokens of uh, some projects, you can stake those projects in the liquidity pools and then go to farms and get uh, a really good API. So, and um, just have a check, for example, uh, on Flatcube, flatcube.io. So there are quite a number of different farms that offer this three-digit uh, profitability on the uh, year term. And uh, moreover, so thinking about, not only about uh, the speculator, speculative persons, but also about projects and developers, so we actually offering to the really good uh, opportunities for configuration of those farms. So they can really carefully balance uh, what they will be distributing. They can distribute one or, or many tokens. They can have part of tokens vested. So, so on and so forth to help them balance their tokenomics. Uh, we have also token builders, so any one of you can uh, easily go to Flatcube and create a token right now. So it can be done just within a few seconds. And that's uh, the thing I really love because uh, you don't have to go somewhere and look into some dedicated software to create your own token. So uh, you have the uh, audited contract uh, of tokens and you can configure them easily through the interface. And uh, all that stuff we are doing uh, to make our scale uh, a comfortable place for people. And um, most people that started using our scale later uh, are saying, I wish uh, I would have such a uh, functionality, for example, in Ethereum, but they cannot. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully uh, when Ethereum 2.0 comes out, it's not, you don't go, oh, hey, wait, I recognize this. This is Everscale. Because uh, that would be a tragedy. Um, gosh, so great farming and staking opportunities. I know you mentioned the good APY. It's funny that you mentioned the APY because anytime anybody mentions APY in crypto, um, even if it's 1%, I'm like, it's better than you're going to get in a bank because it just doesn't exist uh, anywhere totally. anywhere on earth that I know of unless – I don't even think for institutional customers, but maybe I need to do some more research on that. Uh, we've got some more listener questions that have come in. I'm going to pick one here. Uh, oh, this is a good one here. So someone wants to know, nearly 85% of investors only focus on short-term token prices instead of trying to understand the real value of a project. Could you maybe tell us the motivations and benefits for investors to hold your tokens for the long term? And by long term, I mean let's say a year to 10 years, you know, really, yeah, really long-term, really long-term. Yeah, that's actually a really good question. And uh, uh, on the other hand, it's one of the simplest ones because um, uh, ever scale uh, at the current level of, level of technology development uh, is still just uh, has only a few percent of its roadmap done. So we have really a huge, huge roadmap uh, that will be developed uh, over the coming years. And those uh, all those features that will be implemented in our scale, so they all uh, go to uh, make the real Web3. 
so uh, or web free even how we name it in ever scale so giving you the opportunity to fully control not only your funds but all your information or uh, easy easily interact with different services and have a really beautiful nice uh, decentralized future so meaning that uh, there will be no intermediaries between you and uh, service provider and uh, you and only you will be able to uh, control everything what you are doing. But on the other hand, so uh, all these great features will create a significant pressure of uh, positive pressure on the token on the uh, Evers, which uh, have the limited number and the number uh, in the free float is really uh, not that big. So, and actually, the more new cool features and projects appear on Everscale, so the more they are pushing the price upwards. This is not an investment advice, of course. But uh, I always say that, guys, please come to, to our ecosystem. Make your questions and deep, uh, dig deeper into those projects and give your feedback because we have a really passionate community of developers who are doing really great projects. And all of this requires Evers as, as a guest. So actually, and uh, this is something uh, that will push uh, its price further. Yeah, and it's like you said with um, some of the people that have come, you know, late. I know late is in quotations because th this project is so early. But other developers or people that have come to Everscale and they've said, "Gosh, I wish we had these features in Ethereum or other networks that we came from." And it, what it looks like is that since you have all this great stuff, that that kind of, for lack of a better word, FOMO is going to continue onward into the future until you know it's just an inevitable network that people want to join for whatever feature they're trying to use or all the features. So we have um, another listener question that has come up. Uh, oh, okay, this is always an interesting one. Somebody wants to know, what strategies uh, will you implement or are you trying to implement to bring people who do not know anything about crypto, NFTs, smart contracts, or anything like that to the Everscale project? Mm -hmm. A really good question. Uh, actually, this is something um, uh, we talked yesterday with Four Clock uh, magazine. Uh, the world, I, I would answer like this. So, actually, the world is really transforming. So, uh, now we see uh, the huge transformation in the economy, in the world economy, when you uh, more and more people are shifting from uh, the real production into the internet-based uh, projects uh, and more specifically into the project that uh, are going beyond the internet so to those what we call web 3 and uh, this is uh, just the first baby steps of, uh, of this huge wave that will transform the whole economy but even now so all the uh, different uh, countries and states are understanding this and invest a lot of money and uh, time of the specialists into uh, understanding how the governments will be acting in the Web3 world. And uh, Everscale has Web3 in heart. So actually, Everscale is built for Web3. And everything we do, so everything uh, Everscale offers, uh, it all uh, implements the Web3 paradigms and tool sets, starting from uh, decentralized value management to self-sovereign identity uh, tool sets. And of course, uh, if we are speaking about people who are really far away from uh, 
uh, all this internet thingy and uh, they are not don't even know how to sometimes log in into the gmail for example uh, but remember that uh, for all those people there are a lot of service providers that are in fact using this technology so and those people are not uh, obliged uh, to know that they are using everscale and actually this is uh, the brilliant uh, example of how this underlying technology can become can become the base layer of the uh, whole new uh, economy's uh, paradigm that uh, is run on top of such networks as a scale. And uh, in this case, although those people may be not directly exposed to uh, different uh, ways we crypto guys used to interact with the blockchain, so uh, they will be in fact doing this through the intermediaries. Through service providers, even through the uh, sons and daughters, if they need to, to do something. That's true. That's true. And it's something that I continually think about um, when you look at the broader market as a whole, whether you're into um, whether you're into crypto, NFTs, smart contracts, tokens, like whatever your sector kind of is, or if you're just looking at it broadly. Um, well, like one of the main things that has come out is Fidelity and all these brokerage firms are offering funds of funds of different cryptos and different projects. And so even if you're somebody like my, you know, my father's age, like up there in his um, almost in his 70s, just knows nothing about it. He would be one of those people that you talked about who might have trouble logging into his Gmail. It's 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 going to be those things where he could have exposure to this stuff or benefit from it and really never have to interact with it. And that, that might actually be the best of both worlds um, for, for a lot of people is that sometimes even I think about that for me as a, as a technologically savvy person where it's like if you can get the benefits from a great technology that somebody has built and not have to program it or interact with it, um, I keep coming back to it. I guess it is the Apple computer model, and so I I would wholeheartedly agree with with what you just with what you just said there. It's it'll be it will be really interesting, I think, to see in the future because um, the smart contract platforms that are going to compete with Ethereum to see. I don't know if they're almost like different. It's almost like how how banks do the same thing, but they all use the same. Um, Know, ACH system, or they all use the same wire transfer system, but they just offer slightly yeah, totally, different services. Totally. It's a good example. Yeah, or like, or like grocery stores. It's like it, the lettuce is kind of all the same at all the grocery stores, but the environment is different, and the rewards, and the aesthetic. And I'm, I'll be very interested to see what type of networks are are fleshed out, especially since you know Vlad has told us all about here on this AMA about the really strong components that Everscale has to make it a competitor. I mean, just the just the one to point out that I'm I'm really want to do some more research on is the 64,000 transactions per second, which is poignant because Solana, which always claims to be the king and you always hear this in the news, Solana is the best. It's going to kill Ethereum. Solana is only doing 50. So if we're doing 14 more than 50, there's something interesting going on there that should pique your interest. So you know that's that's not even an aside with all the other stuff that Vlad has has told us about. Um, we're coming to the end of our time here, Vlad. I don't like to keep my guests here more than an hour. We're conscious of our guest time here at Bitmart, so we're going to ask you two more questions, and then we will let you get on with your day. So you don't have to sit here all day talking to me. Um, 
Sure. Uh, there's another listener question here um, that says they want to know, do you have any plans to coordinate with other projects? And I think what they mean by projects is either crypto projects or, quote, real world projects like companies or institutions or organizations. Uh, it's a very broad question. So actually, uh, yes, of course, we uh, are really open-minded and we are cooperation-oriented uh, people. So and we have a, a real, really big number of people who are constantly uh, looking for those partnerships, for those projects and uh, opportunities for cooperation uh, with them. So uh, starting from uh, some grants programs that uh, motivate the uh, young programmers uh, with the early stage projects to uh, try the technology uh, of Everscale uh, and starting from uh, uh, different hackathons um, and ending with even uh, the dialogue with other chains. So actually, we were, I think, one of the first to, to start uh, this dialogue uh, with the cross-chain meetups. And so we had one uh, back in 2020, and I think we will have uh, a new one with, uh, under the brand of EverPoint, so, uh, where we have some panel discussions with different networks about the issues that we are facing, about the interoperability uh, uh, questions, and all that stuff. And uh, what's more important, so uh, as I said, Everscale is really uh, sees itself as a truly cross-chain hub. Uh, that means that uh, for any project and of any kind can find a place in our ecosystem and benefit from Everscale uh, performance. Uh, so yes, the answer is definitely yes. So uh, we are looking for such partnerships. We are looking for uh, so such people uh, on different levels. So if you have any idea of the project. Uh, or you have already some good product that you are willing to scale and enjoy the, the features of cross-chain. So please uh, reach out to me or my team. And so we will definitely guide you uh, on this way and uh, help with everything we can. So there you go, everybody. An open invitation from Everscale. They want to grow. They've got some great tech. And uh, all you have to do is reach out and you know be able to do the work, right? That's always the caveat is... You have to do the work. So our our last question here before we let you go, Vlad, is I know that you've mentioned Octus Bridge as a way to uh, swap or get the Ever Token. But our last question here is if people want to get the Ever Token, now of course they can buy it, you know, on BitMart. I know that some people here aren't BitMart users, even though you should be. You know, you're listening to this AMA. But if people want to get uh, the Ever Token, um, where can they buy it? Swap it? find it yeah actually uh ever token is now uh, quite widespread so uh, i definitely recommend you cross use bitmart for getting uh, ever tokens but also you can uh, go to our coin market cap uh, page so to see the number of different ways how you can get the token and also we have uh, reached the partnerships with uh, big payment providers like Simplex, like ITES, like uh, Indacoin. So, and anywhere they uh, are present. So uh, you can easily buy uh, Ever tokens with uh, your bank card, so with your crypto. And uh, yeah, ju just have a look. So you, you can uh, can imagine how, how widespread we are right now. 
Yeah, you. I mean, everybody should have a look. If you've made it to the end of this AMA, you've heard Vlad. You know, unfortunately, we just can't sit here talking forever, right? We everybody has things to do. Vlad has a job to do. I have a job to do. But we, we we've sat here for an hour talking about how unique Everscale is and how if we're going to use the word Ethereum killer, we're definitely going to use it in a positive sense here because there's a whole bunch of foundational and interesting tech to Everscale that I think should pique your interest when you're looking at the competitors in the space. And so before we um, we let Vlad go here, I'm just going to give us a quick housekeeping to remind uh, everyone here about how you can benefit from getting some Ever tokens here, which once again, I told you at the beginning of the conversation, it, it's always by the end that you're going to say, not only do I want to win some, I want to go and get some right now. Vlad just told you where to go get some. And in case you're coming in here at the end, don't worry. This conversation has been recorded. We're going to put it up on our podcast streams. So you can listen to Vlad talk about all the stuff that we that we just discussed and investigate um, on their official platforms uh, yourself, which I'll give here in a second. But I just wanted to remind everybody that if you're listening to this AMA, you're part of an exclusive group of people. And you want to know information about emerging projects, perhaps before other people can know about them. Or you want to be able to, uh, you know, just be up to date on the latest crypto news. We've certainly had that here with Vlad. And if you want to take a chance at winning uh, 500 ever, we're going to have five winners for that. All you have to do is take the link where you found this AMA, retweet it, tag three friends, follow Everscale's Twitter, which is at Everscale underscore net. Take a screenshot of that and complete the Google form that we have attached so that you can be in the runnings to win some of those Ever tokens. And why wouldn't you want to win some of those Ever tokens now? 64,000 transactions per second. The NFT market, the interesting staking wallets, just the little messaging feature in the wallet. That's something that's kind of interesting to me. I know it seems small, but sometimes it's the small things that get you interested in a big project. And so... If you want to go to their website, it is everscale.network. I've already said their Twitter, which is at everscale underscore net. We've been talking with Vlad from Everscale. And Vlad, I just wanted to say thank you for joining us on this AMA. And thank you for telling us all about Everscale. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me. And uh, it was really a pleasure to be here with you today. Absolutely. And with that, I will say goodbye to everybody out there in Cryptoland. Hey, Nathan here from BitMart. Hope you liked that conversation. I know that I always do. It's great learning more about crypto and kind of putting a face behind all the technical jargon. But that's not the last thing we have to do. We've got to get some legal stuff out of the way. And so here it goes. All opinions and actions expressed and undertaken by the hosts and guests are individual opinions and actions and do not reflect the views and actions of BitMart. BitMart does not guarantee the accuracy, applicability, reliability, integrity, performance, completeness, or appropriateness of this content. The value of digital currencies can go up or down, and there can be a substantial risk in buying, selling, holding, or investing in digital currencies. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is suitable for you based on your personal investment objectives, financial circumstances, and risk tolerance. BitMart does not provide investment, tax, or legal advice. Use of BitMart services is entirely at your own risk.